Hello, this is Baby Boomer Tales. When I was little, I could never wait for Christmas. It seemed like it would never get here. I would have written a letter to Santa. I probably sat on his lap several times and he always looked a little different. I told him what I wanted. I was old enough then not to cry. And my folks plopped me down on his lap. I looked in the Montgomery Ward Christmas catalog and dreamed and fantasized about whatever toy I wanted that year. A lot of times it was little men and there'd be a big fort with a bunch of cowboys and Indians and the Indians rode the horses and the cowboys stood up in the fort and shot out at them. And I dreamed how that would be having battles with my brothers. I'd be the Indians and he'd be the cowboys. And I'd surround that fort, and I'd take that shooter, and I could get his cowboys. I could get them. I could get them. I don't care if they were in that fort. I'd get them. I threw that shooter as hard as I could. Maybe I could shake that fort. I can remember when I was little, and we still lived in the basement of our house. The upstairs had not been built yet. And we'd stand on the back of the couch... The couch was along the wall that had a window looking outside. If we stood on the back of the couch, we could look out that window. And we would wait and wait because we knew Santa was coming to bring us a gift. It was a day or two before Christmas. But we were told that if we were good and we were patient, we would get a gift. And we'd look out that window and I was taller than my brothers and maybe... Until they got a little older, I'd have to tell them, well, there's nothing yet, there's nothing yet. Pretty soon, here come this horse pulling a sleigh or a wagon. I think it would depend on the year, how much snow we had. And Santa would come to the house, and he'd give us each one gift. I remember one year, we all got cowboy hats. But this happened for several years. The Santa was this guy named Ricky. He owned a cafe in town. He loved dressing up as Santa. And the way this would come down is your parents would buy a gift and give it to Ricky. And Ricky would deliver it to your home. And we were all excited. We'd jump up and down and we'd clap. And we'd yell, yay, yay, Santa. Thank you, thank you. And he'd ask us something like, were you a good little boy this year? And you'd lie and say, yes, we were good little boys. Because you wanted that present no matter what. And you didn't want to jeopardize it by fessing up to all the things that you had been doing or got caught doing or was planning on doing. And then Ricky would go to the next house. And I don't think he went to everybody's house in town. It's just one of those deals that your parents had to participate but it was a wonderful memory for me. Ricky liked playing Santa. He played Santa when we all rode the fire truck to the show. And we got that Christmas special at the theater. All of us kids would pile out of the fire truck and go in there and run around and yell and scream and watch Roy Rogers or Hopalong Cassidy. See Donald Duck hitting somebody and clap with Mickey Mouse. And Santa would show up there, too. Old Ricky would stand and probably give you 
little bag of popcorn and candy. I remember my dad working in the basement of his store after hours and he had these big pieces of plywood and he drew these figures of reindeer and Santa Claus and a sleigh and he cut them all out with a saw and then he put them all together and he painted them and what he had was Rudolph and two or four other reindeer I cannot remember there are two other reindeer or four Santa standing outside of a sleigh with a big bag over his shoulder and Santa would be about four or five feet tall and the reindeer were not small and the sleigh and it was not just the front part that you saw it was all 3d it was totally a, a little sleigh it wasn't functional but it was made for display and dad had put it out in the yard every Christmas with lights shining on it. And then he would decorate the house with lights. And we would go around town and look up and down, drive up and down Main Street and look at the lights that the town had displayed and see the stores and the windows they had displayed for Christmas and drive around the streets and look at people's homes, how they had decorated them with lights and fancy things. And we go ooh and ah and get so excited. My dad was very proud of his display, and he won the town contest several times with that wonderful display that he worked so hard making. And then he stored it in the basement of the store every year after Christmas. We were not allowed to touch it or play around it because we'd bust it for sure. I can remember waking up so early on Christmas morning. I'd be so excited I couldn't sleep. And I'd go out and I would look at the tree with all the gifts around it. And I'd see which ones were mine. And my parents always set the main present was not wrapped. It was all set up out there for you. If it was a bicycle or your fort with your little men or an easy bake oven for my sister. And I'd look at all that stuff and then I'd go in and I'd ask my parents if we could get up and see what was under the tree even though I'd scattered it out already. And of course they were groggy. They were up late putting bicycles together and little men forts together and trying to figure out how that Easy Bake Oven worked, setting it all up so when you walked out, you'd see it and it'd be bigger in life to you and you wouldn't have to sit there and wait for Dad to put it together on Christmas morning. It was ready to roll. So, of course, they said, no, go back to sleep for a while. And I couldn't let that go. I'd go in, I'd wake up John, and I'd wake up Don. I'd say, Santa's been here, Santa's been here, Santa's been here. And they'd get all excited and start jumping up and down. And then I'd open the door and they rushed the house. Mom and Dad had no choice but to get up. Here come my little sister rubbing her eyes. See that easy bake oven? Or see those Barbies? By that time, we were throwing the shooter at the little men or, or begging to go outside and ride the bike or wanting to 
open up the rest of our presents and when we all settled down as a family, us kids, there was none of this. Let's take turns and open a present one at a time and see what people got you. And within five minutes, the house was all wrapping in boxes and we were playing with our toys and mom and dad looked like a tornado had just hit the house. After a while, Mom would bake breakfast, and then she would read to us the Christmas story out of this Bible storybook. I have that book today, that very same one, and all the years that my kids were growing up, we'd make them listen to the Christmas story before they tore into the presents, and then we'd open one present at a time. But us kids were like a hurricane. Maybe we were like a tornado, just swoop in tear it all up swoop back out some of the toys i can remember getting and i know i've talked about this in a previous podcast but this is christmas some of the toys were besides little men and besides bicycles there were punching bags and we had this one it looked like a clown and it was inflated and you hit that sucker and he'd go down, and then there was sand or something in the base of it. And so then he popped back up, and you punch him again, and he'd go down, and come back up, you punch again. I bet that guy lasted maybe two or three days before we put a hole in him. One time I got a punching bag that my dad had to install in the garage, and like the boxers use, you know, ba 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 My sister would always get a Barbie or one of those little dolls that wet their pants or that cried real tears or said mama, 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 mama until you, you know, could scream or little carries to push your little dolls around in. We get my mom and dad things that like we made in school, probably an ashtray every year, maybe a vase. Things that only a mother or a dad would love. You know, it really doesn't matter what you got. You have to remember that the gifts you received were given with love. So if you were a child that maybe got something secondhand or an apple, that could be a more precious gift than a child receiving a very, very luxurious, expensive gift. Remember to receive this stuff in love because they were given in love. So when your parents give you a Barbie doll, they were giving you a piece of their heart. That's all that was. Was saying, child of mine, I love you so much. I want you to be happy and I want you to have a good life. I don't ever remember being angry at my parents because I didn't get something that was in that Montgomery Ward wish book that I was wanting. I was so excited to receive the gifts just because I didn't get all of the things I wanted or maybe even any of the things that I wanted. Never even crossed my mind. I might have been a wild kid and I might have received quite a bit, but I do remember being thankful for that stuff. As I got older and I spent some Christmases without my family, I remembered things like getting a pair of socks and some mittens from my grandparents or getting some underwear 
and a shirt with snaps on it from my folks. Would I'd rather had a toy, of course. What kid wouldn't? Did I get toys? Well, there's the rub, because I did get toys. If you were one of those children that just got a pair of mittens and that was all your parents could do, is all they could do. There's a picture going around on social media showing these people, they were noticeably poor and the dad didn't have any shoes on because the little boy was wearing his dad's shoes. He gave all he had. So Christmas isn't about the material things, the price of the present. It's about the price that the ones that loved us have paid. And they're giving you a piece of their heart. And they're saying with that gift, no matter what it is, I gave you my best. And I love you so much. So this Christmas, remember the old saying that it is better to give than receive is so very true. I know it's hard for a little child to realize the spirit behind that saying. But that little child will someday grow and become a mom or a dad or a grandparent. And that saying will resonate in their life and they'll pass that down to the ones they love. For that little child to carry on that tradition of love and generosity for generations and generations to come. Kindness is a gift you can give over and over to everyone that you have contact with. Go tell it on the mountain, over the hills and everywhere. Go tell it on the mountain, our Jesus Christ is born. Merry Christmas!